Welcome to the Win All Day Everyday Podcast presented by Prairie Hockey Academy. Our podcast is all about helping you build cultures of excellence in the sporting world, covering topics that hit home with you, our listeners, on an everyday basis. My name is Barrett Kropp, and I'm your host for today's episode. It's our 19th episode. And uh, if you could do us a favor, I'd really appreciate it if you could hit the subscribe button down below or wherever it is on your, your listening device. If you could give us a like, a thumbs up, whatever it might be. And also if you could share it with your friends and family. We're trying to all that we can to, to continue to promote and, and get word out there about the podcast. But it really re- requires you as our listeners to, to come alongside and join us on that journey to spread the word about all the stuff that we're talking about on this uh, podcast. So... Last week we had on episode 18, Trinity Western University uh, women's volleyball head coach Ryan Hofer. And Ryan was a fantastic guest, not only talking about how he's established a culture with his, you know, perennial franchise championship, national championship team, uh, but also just about how uh, with him and his family, how their their boys um, are, are, are volleyball prodigies and, and how they manage that trying to keep those boys humble and hungry at the same time. And, uh, you know, whether it's volleyball or, uh, you know, pickleball or uh, hockey, football doesn't matter. It, it, it's all about how you um, are managing your children, how you're working forward with them and, and, and setting, establishing goals and guidelines for them. It, it, uh, Ryan's got some great advice, so I encourage you to go back and give it a good listen. Uh, lots of lots of tips that he provides for you out there um, as parents. Um, also, last week I thought it was really intriguing. Um, you know, or a couple weeks ago now, the Grey Cup. I know, you know, I, I joke with you know guys in our office, and we we talk about you know now that you know the real football is over for the season, you know we have to put up with the no fun league. But the the CFL itself um, had a fantastic Grey Cup finish this year. We had. Uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers up against Montreal Alouettes. And of course, here in Saskatchewan, we had lots of people just kind of twisting in the wind over the fact that, you know, our old quarterback, Cody Fajardo, and uh, one of our coaches, Jason Moss, and a bunch of other defensive players all of a sudden found themselves on this Montreal Alouettes team that was on a bit of a hot streak going through the playoffs and upsetting teams like Toronto and and others to, to get to the point of being in the Grey Cup. What I found fascinating is, you know, the, 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 the two words that came out over and over and over again in the post-game interviews um, was culture and love. And, uh, and, and you saw that. You, you, you could just see that team gel throughout that game. You saw them, you know, in their interviews talking about how they bonded together as a group of brothers, um, how they committed to each other with, the, you know, just a, a level of love that allowed them to play with freedom. And, and that's some of the stuff we've been talking about for the last 18 episodes is how important culture is. Um, and and uh, there you saw it again on display this last couple of weeks um, in, the, in the Grey Cup and, and how an underdog team was able to accomplish more than anyone ever could think or imagine. Um, even with some supposed discarded players, some underdogs um, upset the football world here in Canada. Um, and they chalked it up to culture. And uh, it doesn't surprise me. And we've seen that happen over and over. And a lot of the guests that we've had on the past episodes talked about that very thing. So today we are honored and, and excited to have with us um, as a guest, one of our uh, head coaches at Prairie Hockey Academy, our U17 white head coach, Rob Holine. Um, and we're going to get right into it. So Rob, welcome to the show. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to be here today. Yeah, thanks, Barrett. Uh, I'm excited to sit down here with you and, and chat, have a chat. 
Talk about your season so far. I mean, it's uh, it's an interesting, the CSSHL, the league that you compete in, uh, made some changes over the off season and, uh, and kind of did away with the U16 division, but that meant that also you're going to have a log jam of 30 plus teams uh, in, in your league now. So talk about how your season's unfolded so far. Uh, it's been really good. It's uh, it's been a positive start. Uh, the boys are eight, two, one, and one to go so f to start, and that's you know we've Chad, myself, my assistant, uh, we've had our hands full through the through the first three months here, and uh, it's been it's been fun working with these guys. It's uh, it's a good group, high character, and we're uh, we're excited for what the future's got to bring here. Um, we're looking forward to the road trip here this weekend. We had a, a big team meeting today about uh, how we're going to approach the next, you know, coming coming days. And this is a, a big weekend for us, and I think it could be a turning point in our season. That's fantastic. Again, just I almost teed you up there with the culture piece, right, with the Montreal Alouettes. And, and here you are talking about just... You know, a young group of athletes that you're working with, student athletes that you know have, have committed to come and play for your program. You've got a fairly young team. Um, what are what are some of the ways that you would say um, that that you recruit? Like that, it's a big part of the piece of the puzzle. I know every year our coaches are responsible to to go out there and and find players that that want to have that sort of that mindset of I want to chase excellence. So, what are some things that you do as a head coach to to find that next group of players? Yeah, I think I think it's just working hard and and getting out in the rinks and and talking to people, talking to parents, talking to kids, um, just getting a feel for who they are. Um, I hope I hope to find the right the right mix every year. You know, you have a lot of kids coming in brand new every year. I think we turned over uh, eighteen of nineteen last year, so it's. Uh, it's a it's a big flip flop from one year to the next, and it's it's almost like restarting every year. So you gotta be you gotta be on your game when you're recruiting. It's important who you bring in. And this year, I'm really excited about this recruiting class and who we got on our team this year. Um, thought we did uh, an excellent job with recruiting and through our showcase in May, and uh, even the guys that we got from yourself on the on the 15s team. Um, like our our coaching staff is, you know, extended to you guys. We're all in the same office, and the work you've done with the players that you had last year that we have this year, and we're benefiting from from that work. Uh, can't say enough. So. Right. I know we we had a chance last month to compete at the Graham Tour Tournament in Regina. It's you know one of the largest in Western Canada for the U15 group. Um, scouts were crawling everywhere from every Western League, you know, team had their whole uh, allotment of scouts there. All the Junior A scouts were there. Um, I, I honestly, I didn't see that many um, academy, other coaches there, but there you were, right? You were putting in the work, you're grinding away um, at that at that tournament. Just, you know, it's not like you're out there, like, grabbing kids and talking to them afterwards, but you, you do a lot of legwork ahead of time. Uh, throughout the winter talk about that process and and, and uh, how that works for you yeah it's just important that you you work hard and that's what we preach to our boys is hard work so you know if I'm not doing it that's and Chad's not doing it then the boys see that so um, I think it starts with the recruiting um, building your team and that's who you're working with for the next you know year so that's it's important who you're bringing in and that's uh, something we take pride in at Prairie it's um, you know, culture's number one and we're looking for good kids that, that are, have good work ethics and, you know, they, they have to have a servant heart and 
even if they don't, when they come to us, they leave with one because that's and cultures first and foremost and the environment that we build here. Um, I think even from the conversation with our team today, um, yeah, it was all about life and just maximizing their talents and their, and their life skills. So, yeah. Fantastic. Um, you had a chance growing up in the city of Metropolis of Melfort, Saskatchewan. You had a chance to play in the SJHL. Um, and then you also coached in the SJHL before coming and landing on our doorstep here at uh, Prairie Hockey Academy. Um, you know, what are, what are some things that for, for you, having gone through it as a junior player and junior coach, how are you now getting your players at Prairie at the academy ready for junior hockey, even though they're U17s, they might not make the jump next year. Maybe there's, you know, maybe there's potential there, but in the next year or two, what are you doing with your players to help them get ready for that jump? Yeah, I, I think it's important that we, we talk about what works at the next level and it is an advantage that we've been, that I've been there. And um, yeah, Chad's excellent, you know, receiving information, giving information for our guys. Um, we talk about it every day what works up there and these guys I think trust in us that you know we we show them we go watch junior games together um NCAA games um we're yeah it's it's a constant a constant reminder of what it takes to be at the next level and really uh, you talk about passing the puck hard and the fundamentals it's it's shooting the puck hard. Um, we joke about it with the guys. It's it's rips. Like that's what we say is you you got to rip that puck. It's it's got to go through the net if you're gonna score. And like we you know the first drill, you're you're focusing on your passing and you're warming up the goalies. But then after that first warm up drill, you're trying to score every shot. It's like the whenever every time you shoot the puck, you should be shooting it like it's the last time you you ever shoot one. So. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it's just those little habits, practice habits, and and confidence building. Confidence, confidence is a big part of the game today. Um, you know, we we talked about it today in our meeting again. It's, lots of this stuff is uh, it's important. So it's uh, yeah, it translates to the next level, and that's I'm got the opportunity to coach the U15s. So there are a bunch of young men trying to find their way. You've got the U17s. They're a group of young men trying to find their way. What have you, over the last couple of years at the academy, what are some of the things that you've seen as the biggest hurdle uh, for a player to find success um, in in their their game? Uh, I, I think just consistency, um, maturity, and I think that comes with maturity. It's it's learning how to take care of their bodies um, for lots, lots on our team and lots, I think, all of your team. Um, it's the first time being away from home. For them and they're they're navigating a lot of things from relationships family to schoolwork um, how to take care of their body properly um, get the proper rest and they're doing it on their own they're they're not near their parents lots of them so uh, there's a big learning curve but everything that we're doing is setting them up for junior it's all almost like a junior setting already so right yeah you're uh you're a young coach I know maybe some days you don't feel all that young, but um, you know you, you've got the opportunity. You got a long, you know, coaching career ahead of you. What are like what you know? Just talk about you for a minute here. What excites you? Like what gets you out of the bed every day to to drive the shuttle out to to Prairie with the you know boatload of guys and and uh, and have a smile at your, on your face at the end of the day. What what gets you going? Yeah, it's yeah. I think just loving the game and loving the kids. It's uh, 
you have a chance every day to to pour into kids and serve them and it's really it's not about us as coaches it's not about us um it, it's it's pouring into these kids and getting their trust so that you can really help them to the you know about maximizing their talents and maximizing life skills and all that stuff so yeah i'm just i'm thrilled to be going to the rink every day it's uh it's a dream job and yeah, I couldn't be more happy to be here and helping young men. Making the transition from coaching at the junior level, where there's lots of you know pressure to win and perform and, and win championships and and whatnot. You know, they always say you're hired to be fired, um, and and there's that pressure that comes at junior and pro level. And you know, I think that here at the academy, there's still that expectation to win. Um, but what have you personally had to change, and and what mindset as a coach have you had to change going from junior to the academy? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a good point. You know, um, we're very fortunate at the academy level to just be developing young hockey players, and that's what it's about. Um, the the wins, you, you're lucky if you get them. It's uh, that's a feather in the hat. But um, moving these guys on every year, um, trying to move as many guys on as high as high a level as possible, that's our job. So um, yeah, it is a little bit relieving to know at the end of the day when you're going home that. You know, if if you do lose a couple, um, just an experience that we had in Calgary, we went 0-4 in a tournament. And, you know, after the weekend, we learned a lot about our group and turned it into a positive. So, yeah, there's there's not the pressures of winning and winning a championship and, you know, having three to five years to, to win one or turn a program around. It's, um, yeah, it's just fun coming to the rink and pouring into these young men. Yeah, and I see in you... Um, you know, the opportunity to see you guys in the office every day and, and how you interact with each other as coaches, but also how you interact with your players. And one of the things that I've really noticed about yourself is that you've got a servant heart. Like you, you lead from the front with your men. Um, you, you're willing to, to roll up your sleeves and, and, you know, serve in the community, serve around the school. You know, you're not the, you know, you're not the coach that's just kind of sitting up high in the, in uh, the saddle and just being like, yeah, you listen to me and I'll, I'll take you places. Um, so I, I, I really appreciate that about you. And, and the other thing that I see in your, your servant heartedness is your, your desire to help those players get to the next level. And that requires a lot of extra time talking to scouts, talking to agents, really being an advocate for your players. Um, when you are talking to those scouts out there and when they, whether you're calling them or they're calling you, um, what are some things that you're highlighting about your players? Uh, well, first of all, thank you. I appreciate that. And just, I think when you get down to scouts, it's and talking to them, uh, the truth, the truth has to come out, and that's and our that's something that we tell our players as well. Like we're we're not gonna lie about things because it, that's a reputation of an academy and a, and a coach and and our lives, right? So mm -hmm. it's it's important that. You know, we do right when nobody's looking and we have good character all the time. So we're telling scouts the truth. That's, that's you know, whether this kid works hard, has he got good body language? Um, does he need some work at it? Maybe. But, you know, we're, we're trying to develop young men. And I think scouts do notice um, with our players, especially, um, and teams. They've, they've learned that PHA does develop humans and I think we've seen that with some of our alumni already um, 
they're all leaders where wherever they are and I think teams are more prone to take kids from PHA because of that and and the yeah. leadership skills that they get with us so yeah yeah I mean I, we had the chance two weeks ago now to um, you know we the the seven, U17 blue team um, had a home tournament and um, you know they they're they're a team that is you know they're they're winning some games they're losing some games they're they're trying to find their way right now. Um, uh, but at at the tournament uh, that we hosted, um, there was there was a lot of scouts there, a lot of junior A scouts, and actually some some Western League guys too. And, and it was really for me just to, we had the weekend off, so I got to spend some time just kind of in the scouts room and you know having a coffee with the guy, uh, guy here and there to just you know field their questions and uh, and give them some some inside pieces of information that maybe they're not picking up on, you know, during the game and, you know, they're asking questions about why this guy's on this team and not on that team and, you know, different things with this guy sick or whatever and, and give them these tips. But one thing that, that was really exciting was one of our players got listed on the weekend um, and the, the, the junior team that listed him has been watching him for the last two years. And, uh, and, and just, he can't, he keeps growing on them, kept growing on them. And we would say like this kid's, you know, got lots of good character. He's a leader. He does all the right things. He's blocking shots in front of the net. Uh, he's, he's screening the goalie. Like that's such a hard thing to do, believe it or not, is just taking the eyes away from the goalie and being willing to stand in front of your own teammates, like clappers 100%. from the point. Right. And, and he's willing to stand in there and do those things. And, uh, and the the question I tell my guys this all the time, and I wish I would have had a tape recorder rolling. But the the scout uh, prior to to him, you know, saying that yeah, we're going to list him after the game, um, he said, "What can you tell me about his character?" And I had the chance for like that whole period just to sit there and talk about how this player is involved in the community, how he does different things, you know, for his teammates, how he's a leader, and that's one of the reasons that he was on he's on that team blue because he's a great leader. And, uh, and I'm sure that, you know, this young athlete deserved full credit on his own. It wasn't because of what I, you know, gave as information, but it was just, it was like a, a locking the, the lock on it. And they're just like, right after the game, I've got the player agreement right here. I want him to sign it. We'll get his parents agreeing to it. And I was just so excited because it's now a player then we can hold up as a, a standard bearer, a culture carrier, you know, in our program to say, hey guys, listen, two years ago, uh, this young student athlete probably had no chance to to get to the next level, but he's been unbelievable in the classroom. He's worked his tail off in the gym. Uh, he does all the right things on the ice. His teammates love him. They'll go through a wall for him. And now he's he's the guy that's he, he, the first guy on his team this year to get listed and protected. So I'm excited about that. Um, you're in the middle of your season. You've got lots of guys talking to you about some of your players. November is always that sort of time when there's lots of storms and grades are starting to get crunched down and expectations and maybe I'm gripping the stick too much. What are some things that you've brought into your team to help them with things like rest and recovery? You said you had a tournament that you went to own four. You came back, you learned some things from it. What did you learn about that on in, in regards to the rest and recovery side of things? Yeah, I think uh, I think we just we learned that we were tired going into that tournament and didn't get the results that we wanted. But, you know, I think it's important rest and recovery. Um, these guys are young. They're growing bodies. Um, they're recovering from, you know, breaking down their muscles. We're in the gym lots. We're on the ice every day. Um, it's important for these guys to get the sleep, the nutrition, 
um, recover properly so that they're fresh on the ice when it comes to a game. It's uh, And I know we took, I think after that weekend, we took Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off from everything. Just gave them a reset, didn't want them to think about hockey. Just, you know, be a student for three days and go to school and uh, take it easy. And then when we get back on the ice, let's get back to work. And uh, we've seen a rejuvenated club. And, and that next weekend, we, uh, yeah, we were... 60 minutes, crash, bang, hard work. Um, yeah, we're just super proud of our guys, the way they responded and came back to work. So Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And good on you guys for recognizing that, that, you know, maybe had some challenges. It's that, like I said, the heavy part of the season of November and, and you guys, you know, were able to, to figure that part of it out as a staff and, and move that onto your players' as agenda. Um, you know, talk about the standards that, you know, you know, like again, in November, there might be some dip of those standards, whether it's a rest and recovery or their nutritional habits or, you know, just even grades. What are some things that you as a team has as standards? You talk about you had a, a you know, a, a big player meeting today. Um, did you raise the bar on your standards and, and what were some of those things? What did they look like? Yeah, I think, uh, I think we, we hold our standards and it's, you know, going, getting to school on time. It's, it's good practice habits. It's respecting teachers. Um, we have consequences that we, you know, progressive consequences that we hold the standards on and the guys know them. And yes, do we, do we fumble around them? For sure. Sometimes we make mistakes. We all do. And, uh, but it, it does hold our guys accountable And there. You know, today was, was more about them and uh, was really proud of our captains for, you know, leading a player-led meeting, and it was uh, it was special to see because uh, yeah, you almost get emotional as a coach when you when you see that group of young men, um, 07s and 08s, 16 and 15 years old, um, loving the game that much and showing that much passion and care for each other that they're uh, they just want to win, and that's uh, they know how how good of a team they are and. There was some things that were, you know, bogging us down, but I think we we hashed those out today, and we were really proud of the guys. It was uh, it was a defining moment, and I think it's a day that we won't forget uh, this season. So, um, yeah, just looking forward to, you know, holding those standards for those boys moving forward, and I think yeah, it's going to be a really good year moving moving yeah, on. That's great. Yeah. I know one of the things in my career as a coach, you know, starting at a at a young age as well and working through it over the years, it's always, you know, you, you sort of, as a, as a servant hearted coach, you wear your, your, your heart on your, on your, on your shirt strings and, and it's out there and it can get exposed and you want the best for the players. And sometimes you end up just your, your, your coaching standards dip a little bit and you're almost coaching to the lowest common denominator. And, and I've learned in, in over the last 30 years of coaching that that's, that's probably one of my biggest errors over the years. It was just, you know, n not that I, I turned a blind eye to the guys that had a high standard, but I just, I cared so much about everybody that I, I coached down to the lowest common denominator and, and, and probably upset a lot of dudes over the years in, in, in doing so. Um, and it wasn't until, you know, a few years ago, I just, a uh, you know school of hard knocks. They say you, you you figure it out, and and over the last number of years, I've I've really tried to raise my standard of a coach, not to coach down to that lowest common denominator. Making sure that we're we're the standards up here. This is where you have to be at, and if you're not there, 
then you got to find a way to get there. And cause we're, we're not gonna, uh, we're not gonna dip anymore. And, uh, and I, I know that, um, that's a hard thing to do. It, it, it wears on you, right? Because you've got this mindset, you want to just care for everybody, but really I think we're doing a disservice if we just keep coaching to that lowest common denominator. And when I say that, I'm not talking about give up on a kid if he can't skate or pass or shoot. I'm just talking about, well, we can't dummy down every drill. We can't just say, well, you don't have to work hard today because you can't skate. It's like, no, everyone's working hard and, and you got to find a way to get better. Maybe you have to go and, you know, watch some more film on your game. Maybe you need to go and, you know, we'll help you get a, a stronger stride or better edges or whatever it takes to get better. But we're not going to come down to your level anymore. You got to come up to a, the rest yeah. of the level. Yeah. Um, in in your you know you're you're getting ready for the rest of the season, right? You got a couple games here yet yet before final exams and the Christmas break. What are you doing from a standard perspective to to just kind of you know raise the level and and really set it set that you know pin that high on the board for for the rest of the semester? I I think you know us as coaches, I think we know that their workload is heavy right now, and we've been on the road, lots of travel in November. So I think just you know, taking it easy on them and and realizing that, hey, they got a lot of a lot of stuff to deal with, uh, different angles coming at them all the time. Um, some kids are dealing with stuff at home, and uh, I think just relaxing sometimes and just letting them have some fun too. Um, I think that's important, and and coaches taking some responsibility too for some of the the downfalls and whatnot, and and uh, acknowledging the guys when they do deserve it like that's uh you know we've been playing really well lately and uh yeah just super proud of the guys right now so we're giving them lots of credit um we got lots of energy in practice right now and uh it's good to see from a coach there's there's no worries for us heading into christmas so yeah that's great um we have a, a section here on the on the podcast where we talk about uh, guide and provide and uh, it's it's a, a time in the in the show where we we ask our our guests to give us some insight into uh, you know uh, some some advice that you'd give to a young player and uh, some advice that you'd pass on to parents and then also to other young coaches. So let's start with players. What you know if if you're if you're writing a letter to you know a 13 year old Rob Holine, what what are you saying to him? I think just. To be coachable and and what that looks like is is you know just buckling down working hard and you know being a good teammate and then when you're when you're asked to do something or you know be willing to do it it's uh it's a team game and that's it's important that you you fit into the team it's it's not it's not about you and that's what uh that's what we need moving forward is guys who want to be, you know, servant leaders. And that's what we're looking for all the time when we're recruiting. And we want to have guys that, you know, do the job right and, and get it done. So yeah. um, I think that's what translates to the next level too. I think that's what everybody above us is looking for. So if we can set these guys up, not all of them are when they come to us. So it's our job to to work with them and, and get them there. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Coachable. That's, uh, I, I, when I, you know, think back to even just, uh, the, the, the culture that other teams in our academy have had and, um, and, and some of the players that have gone on and, you know, we have, we talk about our, our summer, uh, training program and the, the things that Dustin, uh, does with the, those guys throughout the summer. 
um, that's one of the things that they come back all the time and they're like, oh man, I'm so glad that I paid attention to Dustin, what you're teaching me because I, I had like, I had the best test results. I had this, I had this and, and I had a great season because I, I turned that page over. I, I became, you know, I, I was the guy in junior and I didn't need to be all that coachable, but you helped me understand that in order for me to go pro, I had to be coachable. And it was really cool to see, you know, Dustin's phone buzzing during training camps a couple <laughs> yeah. months ago with all these guys just, you know, sharing a, a short little yeah. testimony of, yeah, I, that was, that was for me the biggest turning point in my career and, and to right. see that. So whether they're 13 or whether they're 21 trying to go to play pro, um, being coachable is, is a very valuable lesson. So I appreciate that. 100%. Um, you know, obviously at the Academy, we're dealing with parents all the time and, and, and I think we'll, you know, we try to take that approach of we want to be standing shoulder to shoulder with our parents. This isn't just a, you know, drop your kid off at a reform school and we'll help hopefully get them, you know, get them someplace. That That's not how we uh, are in any way, shape or form. We want to make sure that our parents understand this is a partnership. Um, and so, if, again, what, you know, there's, there's parents out there listening um, that, you know, they're considering, you know, is, is academy hockey good for my kid? And we can sit here and talk about, We've had, you know, over 60 practices already at this point in the season, played a plethora of games. They're on the ice, I guess, you know, with those 60-plus ice times, even before Christmas, where in a regular minor hockey season, you might only get 50 the entire year. So their development's going off the charts. They're in the weight room learning how to lift properly. Their teachers actually truly care about them. They're not just, you know, plopped in front of some computer and some online learning. This is actually deep learning that they're getting. Um, but there's still that... That stress out there with parents that they they're like, man, it is is academy hockey. Is this something that I should be sending my my young son or daughter to? Um, what would be a piece of advice that you would be able to pass on to a parent um, as as they kind of ponder what what might be the next step for their young child? Yeah, I I think it's I think it's important that you that you let them let them go with with the team that he's on and and let the coaches do their job and you know set the kid up to be coachable and that's i think if you if you're pulling them in in a different direction than the team i I think that can really it can be detrimental to the kid and i think you know our parents have been great um over the past two seasons we've had no issues but i i do see it in hockey all the time where you know a parent's coaching from home or from the stands and yeah and after the game um you know, maybe telling them something that opposes the coach. And that's, you know, you don't want to see that because it's hard for the kid because then he's got to choose between, you know, pops at home and, and the coach and really like what's best for the team. And, and they get confused and, and then they feel those pressures and they kind of, they spiral a little bit. So, right. you know, if they can, if they can have a clear mental state, I think mental health is a big, big issue right now in our game and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's important that these guys got a clear mind when they come to the rink and they're having fun. Yeah, awesome. You're a, a, a former junior player, junior coach. Um, you're also, you know, I, I skipped this part. Sorry, at the beginning, you're a, you know a, a Red Seal electrician. You're <laughs> electrician by trade. Yeah. You're a Sparky, um, and and here you are, you know, coaching full time. What what is some advice that you'd give out to some other guys that and and ladies that are out there that are just like man I I just I I love the game I want to give back I want to serve and whether it's giving back at the minor hockey level whether they want to you know pursue 
you know, coaching junior and pro and beyond, or even here at the academy, what what are some things that you went through um, and and wish that someone maybe had given you some advice earlier? Again, almost a, a, a what kind of a letter would a twenty five year old Rob Poline write to another yeah. young coach? Yeah, I I think just you know, there's no elevator to success. I think you you just got to put in your time mm. and you know start with a start with a local team and and just see how you do with it and and if it's for yourself or you'll know right away I think your gut feeling will tell you if you're cut out for this or not and then um, opportunities will come from there I think if you're doing a good job and doing it the right way um, yeah just be true to yourself um, don't be authentic that's mm-hmm. uh, that's probably the biggest thing is I learned that uh, from Braden Klamosko in in uh, Battlefords and uh, Wiley Riando there just just be yourself. The boys, kids are smart these days. It's, uh, yeah, you're not fooling anybody if you're you're trying to be somebody you're not. Um, yeah, and then the opportunities will come when they're when they're supposed to. Um, don't be looking for the next job over your shoulder and and trying to move on. I think just be good where you're at and and yeah, life will work itself out. Right on. Well, this uh, has been a great episode. We really appreciate you taking time out to, to be here, Rob. There's uh, there's lots of nuggets that uh, that we're going to be able to unpack, and our listeners are, are really going to enjoy this segment in terms of just you know talking about kids being coachable, making sure that parents are just there to guide and provide and and and, and help their 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 child through and navigate the game with some joy and not with so much pressure and living vicariously through to. You know that first round NHL draft pick. I mean, there's there's got to be that humble hungriness that we provide for um, for the boys and, and and girls that are playing the game out there. But I think you you strike it there in, in terms of just let them have some fun and enjoy the game. And and I see it every day. Like I said, uh, get the pleasure of watching you and Chad navigate with your team. And I uh, wish you guys all the best this upcoming you know second half of the season. And uh, and and hopefully we see a lot of your. Your alumni, you know, giving back to the game, whether it's as a player, as a parent, or even as a coach down the road. So thanks for being on the show today. Yeah, thanks, Barrett. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be a part of the PHA group. And yeah, the family's, the family's great. Awesome. Yeah. You have been enjoying the 19th episode of the Win All Day Every Day podcast. I really appreciate you joining us today. Uh, we ask again, you know, this is the shameless plug. We're asking you to to share, like, hit the hit, hit the like button, subscribe to our channel, and pass this uh, this episode on to your friends and family, and 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 leave some comments for us. So we had a couple weeks ago, we had an episode where we fielded a bunch of your questions, and so please feel free to subscribe to that and and uh, make some comments so that we can, you know, continue to talk about the topics that are relevant to you. We don't want to just be up here blabbing away and. And trying to show you how much we know, we want to be able to help guide you as parents, as as uh, players, and as coaches and, and officials that are out there um, to 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 be in your wheelhouse, to be talking about the topics that that uh, that need to be talked about. So, thanks again. Appreciate everything that you're doing out there in the world of hockey. Continue to give back to the sport, and have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Win All Day Every Day podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would ask that you leave us a five-star review and consider subscribing to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. If you have any comments or questions that you would like us to answer in future episodes, please leave those below. Thank you for your support and have a great day.